0: Welcome in to another episode of Betting the Pitch. This is episode number 169. Nice. Uh, Happy we made it this far. Thank you for the support. Whether you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please please leave a five-star review. If you're on Spotify, five-star reviews would be great as well. Uh, And if you're on Twitter, follow me, the real underscore G Warner. Hit that smash. Smash that like button. Hit that follow button, whatever we're doing. It's early on Friday morning here, the 17th of February, from Dallas, Texas, and we will be going through the top five European soccer leagues uh, and trying to find some money makers this weekend. It was a long week with uh, Champions League, Europa League, Europa Conference League, all that sort of stuff. I uh, had a really good Europa League day yesterday, hoping to keep that going, uh, especially Uh, into this weekend all lines quoted in this podcast are courtesy of betaline.ag my favorite place to get my bets down early reduced juices offered almost every game you want to bet right up until game time please follow the link found in the podcast description to fund your account and use the promo code gw50 to receive a 50 percent match bonus up to one thousand dollars so now you've got some extra money in your account let's uh figure out where we're going to make some extra extra money um as always going to go through the top five european leagues as i already said Uh, the English Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, the Bundesliga, and then finally, League 1. I'm going to pick out a best bet for each of the leagues that we're covering and then an ultimate best bet, which you can find on Instagram. Also, of course, if you keep listening to the podcast. Don't skip through, though, because I think you want me to talk through each match. Everyone seems to like it. Slash, that's what everyone seems to want me to do. I'm not stopping that. Uh, Also, we'll give a podcast promo code for pregame.com if you're looking to get early access to my picks or of course save some money on anyone else on that site. Um, as I look for the podcast, and I don't see the promo code, of course. Oh no, got one, got one. Okay. Uh, so that'll come later in the show. So stick around. Um, and I guess without further ado, might as well get into the Premier League because that's where the money is. So we have no Friday match this weekend, but we do have a Saturday. Uh, full slate, starting with Aston Villa hosting Arsenal, Arsenal coming off the loss midweek to their nearest challenger, which then put Manchester City on top in uh, the English Premier League. Not a great sign from Arsenal. Uh, Didn't play very well, I thought. Showed their youth, showed their nerves. Uh, The Tomiyasu substitution in for Ben White was puzzling at the beginning and then looked way worse when he sold his goalkeeper short and essentially gave away the first goal. Um, I would imagine... Uh, Mikel Arteta goes back to Ben White for this one but also this is a big test for Arsenal to see kind of where they are how they respond to these type of setbacks they still have one game in hand, so they technically could be ahead of Manchester City and certainly could do so in the early match on Saturday but uh, this is put up or shut up time and it's it's a concerning time for for the Gunners for sure uh, or the Gooners as some might say. Aston Villa on the other hand have been really struggling um, Una Emery seems like he's Inherited a team that was built by Steven Gerrard and really just built by the board that um, suffered some really bad injuries at center back. They've been trying to figure out what to do there. It hasn't been working. And normally uh, Unai Emery's stall out defense works fairly well, even when he's a much inferior team. It has not worked for Aston Villa lately. Uh, They've been shipping goals and that's a big concern. Currently Aston Villa, a half a goal underdog at home, all the juice on arsenal right now on the road over under two and a half juice to the under, um, I feel like it's really tr- tough to trust any sort of under here with Aston Villa. Arsenal should be pretty pissed off, pretty motivated, should be out there trying to score immediately. Uh, Aston Villa has shown a little bit more goal scoring under Una Emery, not really where I expected the team to head, but um, not a great sign team situation for for Aston Villa right now. So I don't really have any interest in the half a goal at home. Might climb to three quarters of times kicks off. I would guess it will. Um, and don't lean to under because I can't trust their defense. Moving next to Brentford hosting Crystal Palace. Currently Brentford a half a goal favorite with all the juice right now. Over-under is two and a quarter. Juice to the over. Um, Seems a little short for Brentford, though. I think this is about where I had it. Uh, Crystal Palace has been really struggling. Look like a team that should be um, fighting relegation for a long time. Can't score goals. Can't really defend very well. Got a ridiculous draw last weekend. I thought pretty undeserved though their defense was a little bit better only conceding one uh to on the i think it was at home to brighton um brentford on the other hand uh no idea what's going on with the ivan tony suspension but when he's in there they are great um they are really solid they look like a team that could threaten for europe never mind uh avoid the drop for a second straight season um i lean to under two and a quarter if anything but brentford been scoring a ton and i don't tr- really trust crystal palace i think to the point that i do not really see a lot of goals coming from crystal palace they've had real trouble scoring on the road going back years it feels like i guess that's under two and a quarter is probably the best uh best one for me in, in this area but even then i just i feel like that is just hoping for crystal palace not to make mistakes on defense and Brentford have shown that they can score goals brighton then host fulham in a what should be a great matchup um And this is actually the first time I'm going through lines, So you can all see my reactions right away. I hope I kept that one if you're watching on video to myself. But Brighton, a three-quarter goal favorite to Fulham right now makes no sense to me. Uh, Very juiced to all the juice on the Brighton side. Over-unders, two and three quarters. Juiced a little bit to the under. Um, Fulham are a better team than this number says. Uh, I've been betting Fulham a lot this season. I feel like it's worked out very well um, for me and my family. Uh, Non-existent family, that is, but whatever. Um, I guess parents and sisters is the best best I can do. But um, Brighton, you know, a a pretty tough draw in their last matchup. Thanks to Roberto Sanchez, just not being able to catch uh, a ball or Robert Sanchez. Um, Not sure if that's an anglicized version of his name. Anyway, he's Spanish. But um, Brighton, I still don't, I haven't been a believer. They've been flying in the table, playing really well doing things under Roberto De DeGerbi that he's never done in his career, defend, not go crazy to score goals. Um, Fulham are going to tempt him though, because Fulham's going to want to play uh, of, of like out run as far as you can, run as fast as you can. They can get stretched a little bit, but their defense has been a lot better than I think anyone would have expected. They keep putting up points. These are two of the darlings of, of the English Premier League that have played really well, far surpassing expectations. Um, I'm looking for Fulham to hit plus one. If it does get there, I will be playing that. Um, I also lean to the three quarters and think I will play that too. Everton, a quarter goal favorite right now. Surprised to say that. Over-unders, two and a quarter. juice to the over against, and they're hosting Leeds United. Uh, Leeds, I think, still trying to figure out what to do with themselves. Everton, they have Sean Dyche, so we know what they're going to do, but pretty poor performance against Liverpool in their match last week. Uh, Seeing Everton as a favorite is something that I'm very interested in going against. I'll put it that way. But uh, how do you trust Leeds at this point? It's really hard to. Um, very juiced, and this one might fall to pick them and take this kind of off my radar. As an underdog, I think going against Everton is of interest, but they did get a win against Arsenal, whether leaking oil or not. Um, and Sean Dyche, we know what he's going to do. He's going to play really great defense, try to get a goal in a counterattack or some sort of advantageous situation. Leeds certainly offer that. They've been playing a little bit more conservatively because you have, there's no way to play as aggressively as they did under Jesse Marsh or under Marcelo Bielsa before Marsh. Um, I guess I leaned under two and a quarter. Anytime that Sean Dyche is the manager, you lean under. Um, felt like I got a pretty undeserved under win on, uh, on Everton's match uh, the Merseyside Derby against Liverpool. But uh moved next to uh, Nottingham Forest hosting Manchester City, currently Forest, a one and a half goal underdog, at home over unders two and three quarters juice the over uh, man city with a great performance midweek. They do have champions league on the horizon. Um, I think they're trying to win both those competitions almost equally, probably a little bit more to the champions league than they are to the premier league. Uh, nottingham forest is trying to play conservatively and trying to sustain the league. Um, I have some interest in nottingham forest getting a goal and a half at home. I don't think that man city is, is by any means fixed. I think their goals are served on a silver platter essentially by Arsenal Um, Certainly credit some of Manchester City's pressing for it, but uh, I don't necessarily think that they are a solved problem. Uh, I I still think that Man City is one of the best teams in the world, um, but going on the road with a look ahead to the Champions League that matters to them does make me feel like this could be a little bit closer than the experts predict. So I do like that one and a half on Nottingham Forest. Um, It probably should correlate to an under two and three quarter lean as well. Um, And there is some more safety there, especially if Nottingham Forest don't score. Uh, it's been really hard for Man City to keep clean sheets. Everyone in FPL is clamoring about how um, they can't, they got to get rid of their Man City defenders because you don't get the bonus for the clean sheets they haven't done in a while. But I think their play has kind of deserved a little bit more than you would expect. So you might see an uptick there. Um, and I guess you are sort of backing down for if you're playing the ender because you want them to hang around. But Um, I think at home should be a pretty big crowd effort behind them. So I I lean to that under two and three quarters. Chelsea then hosts Southampton Chelsea one and a quarter goal favorite minus minus one sixteen right now in bed online. So all the juice because there's a little bit reduced juice there already on the premier league. Great to see uh, need more of that. in the casinos everywhere in the world, especially in the U S legalized ones, but here in Texas, I don't have access who cares Uh, over under two and a half slightly juice to the under, um, and where do goals come from in this matchup? I mean, Chelsea with such a good performance at Dortmund, but ultimately got nothing from it, gave up a goal on a counterattack, incredible move by Karim Um, cost me a bet for sure, cost Chelsea a really good feeling about themselves, and and, and nothing has gone right for Chelsea. I'm kind of surprised Grand Potter's still around um, with how quickly they, they change managers. Um, I don't think he should be fired, but just he gets sacked. That's like the Chelsea MO, Modus Arundi. Uh Southampton did sack their manager. Um, we're going to bring in Jesse Marsh, but somehow it didn't work that out. I'm hoping that they have someone in a caretaker position that's going to go in there and play defense the whole time because I like under two and a half there. Uh, I don't know where goals come from in this matchup either way. It is a little bit backing Southampton on the road. Um, if you're playing under, though, for them to be competitive and maybe when they're up a man and up one nil with 82 minutes ago they don't concede twice um, that was a brutal loss in the under last weekend but that's the way i lean i'm not necessarily scared off of it just yet but we'll see wolves then host bournemouth currently wolves a three-quarter goal favorite uh also with all the juice right now over under two and a quarter um i don't see goals in this one wolves as a big favorite is uh refreshing to see i haven't seen that in a while um i think just bournemouth they've Looks like they've done a little bit better on corner kicks recently. The zonal marking was awful and they were leading the league in corner kicks conceded. They probably, um, that probably was a counting stat rather than an efficiency one because they give up a lot of corners. They don't have a lot of the ball. They play counter attacking football. Um, But Wolves haven't proven they can score goals. And we got a huge win last weekend. Uh, but I still don't necessarily believe that their offense is clicking or anything like that juice to the over. So we might see a two and a half before this kicks off. And that would be my lean the nightcap on Saturday, Newcastle hosting Liverpool currently Newcastle, a pick a little bit more of the juice over under is two and three quarters and Newcastle are too cheap here. I mean, they are a much better team in their current makeup than uh, Liverpool are, and they should be getting treated like that. Um, over under also seems high at two and three quarters. Um, because it is juice to the under, but ultimately uh, Liverpool are just not the same team. Uh, I'm not getting scared off that opinion by a win over Everton who are just circling the drain, trying to survive. Um, Newcastle, it's hard to trust their offense. I'll admit, and I feel like I've been winning their unders, not necessarily deservedly for a while now, but it's hard to get off that train. Um, I think they're going to restrict Liverpool quite a bit. I think this is a big rivalry, derby type match. Um, going back years and years and years. Newcastle certainly haven't been at the same heights as Liverpool, but this is our chance to get something. Uh, I think the fan base, as always, in the top of England will be nuts, and uh, I think it's going to be a really tough environment for Liverpool to go in and get something, um, which does unfortunately make the underseam a little more perilous, but... Uh, especially if this gets up to three, I think it'll definitely be on my card. Just Newcastle unders have been uh, the gift that keeps on giving moving to Sunday, Manchester United, a one goal favorite at home against Leicester, uh, all the juice on Leicester are getting that plus one uh, over under is three. Uh, there should be goals in this matchup. Um, we'll see what the, the road trip to camp now and a draw against Barcelona did in Europa League. Manchester United, I thought played, Really well, deserve more. Um, how they didn't give a red card on the challenge on on Marcus Rashford on the breakaway to Kunde was incredible. But um, I won't start the referee complaining because I will never stop. Um, Leicester, on the other hand, playing a lot better um, now that it seems like Jamie Vardy is not in the rotation uh, at least or not starting, um, huge for Leicester to move forward and, and they're climbing away, away, away from the bottom of the league, which is huge for them. Um, it's going to be tough for Manchester United to get back up because they also have Barcelona again at home on Thursday. I uh, feel like this is a week of trying to gauge motivations and uh, potentially seeing a lot of rotation as teams are, are still prioritizing this league, but also the continental competitions. And that's a hard thing to do for anybody, especially teams that aren't perfect mentioned United are not perfect, but um, I think that plus one is essential. I would not be interested in Leicester if I lost it uh, juice currently looks like he might lose it. So I might want to, if you if you like Leicester, probably play that plus one. Now uh, I think that plus one is more important than a plus one and a quarter. If there's some drastic lineup change or something like that with, with line movement, I doubt it hits one and a quarter before this kicks off Uh lean to over, but don't really love overs, especially with tired teams. And last but not least Tottenham host West Ham Tottenham, a half a goal favorite with almost all the juice right now over under two and a half juice to the over got all the juice there. Um, Tottenham, in the exact same situation, lost 1-0 in Champions League at Milan this week. Uh, They're going to have to turn that around, and I wouldn't be shocked if they're focused on that. Um, I don't love West Ham getting less than a goal, um, just because I don't think they're very good. But at the same time, the under 2.5 does give you a lot more leeway. Tottenham are still going to play a defensive brand. Uh, West Ham don't want the ball either, so it's going to be two teams that don't really want the ball playing a match for 97 minutes or whatever with stoppage time. um, I don't see three goals there. So I lean to under two and a half Uh, for my best bet for this episode uh, or for the Premier League portion of the episode. I'm going to go full. I'm getting three quarters of a goal. I think they are just as good as Brighton really um, and would love to get plus one, but don't have that yet. So won't be able to give it to you all right now now move to la liga we have a friday match today girona hosting almeria currently girona a half a goal favorite with all the juice right now over under two and a half um Almeria seems like a very similar team to Girona. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me that they are getting a half of a goal. Um, that usually tells me I give a quarter of a goal for home team. Plus it's also juice to the favorite, the home favorite. So we might even see three quarters of a goal here. I don't see the difference between these two teams makes me, uh, I have had a few plus three quarter goal losses, uh, by single goal, which, um, returns half of my rests. So it's not the worst thing in the world, but still don't like losing. Of course, um, I don't really see a huge difference between these two teams. So Almeria are interesting, especially because there are basically no goals being scored in La Liga this season. Real Sociedad, then hosts Celta De Vigo. Sociedad, a three quarter goal favorite, all the juice on Celta De Vigo on the road over under is two very juice to the over. So we might see two and a quarter by the time this kicks off. Um, I think my worst loss last weekend was Celta De Vigo at home against Atletico Madrid. Also one of the most painful ones. Cause, uh, i despise Atleti, um, but I feel like I've had a pretty good year betting against them because they've been so bad. Uh, I guess one was deserved to give away. But Celta up a man and some ridiculous deflection got the ball r- right into Memphis Depay's feet as the ESPN or American broadcasters were saying how disappointing he'd been. Hilarious that he then puts one right in the net right there, uh, right after coming on. But Celta have been playing better. Uh, that was a setback for sure. And now they go to Sociedad who have been Uh, the third-best team in the league, if not second-best. I feel like they are on Real Madrid's heels, and I think I'd like them if they played Real Madrid. Uh, Hopefully they do soon before Real Madrid gets healthy and and figures things out. Um, Celta Vigo, they haven't been a good defensive team for a long time. They are um, maybe a little bit better of a defensive team now. Uh, Their goal scoring is a little bit dried up because they've unfortunately had a lot of changes in their team, and they've really changed kind of who they are um, personnel wise, Denise Suarez just moved to Espanol because of some sort of disagreement with the like extension of a contract of another player that was represented by the same agent. So that's tough. Um, but ultimately I like Celta. I feel like they're playing a lot better right now. Um, and I feel like they're a team that I can back, uh, you go through stages with them because their defense can be really problematic, but Getting three quarters of a goal is, is pretty large. I think I want the full one. Uh, so I probably lean more to under two and a quarter as a, as a way, a derivative of back, backing uh, self Vigo, Vigo. But until that, until we get closer and I, I really want a two and a quarter. Cause I don't have that just yet. Real Bettis then hosts Rava Valladolid lead currently Betis a one goal favorite over unders two and a half uh, vital leads been playing really well. Their plus one is extremely juiced right now. So we might lose that. That's a concern. But you can also say while Vaida Lead are playing so well with these new transfers in, Real Betis have been kind of struggling, uh, treading water, not really doing a lot. Uh, I don't really know that normally with Betis matches, I don't really like unders, but I I do like this under here um, because they haven't really been scoring. Uh, The defense is okay. Real Vaida Lead is not a team that's built with a ton of money or cash, despite Ronaldo's ownership. I, I don't know that Brazilian Ronaldo, by the way. Um, I don't know that this is going to be a match that sees a lot of goals, which makes me lean under and also to the underdog, especially when you get the full goal of insurance. I think a Real Betis 1 0 win is very possible, which would push your your play on Via to lead right now, though it's a very juice plus one. And when you, you're under two and a half, uh, both very interesting to me and uh, might hear about that one later. Mallorca, then Jose Villarreal, currently Mallorca, quarter goal underdog at home with all the juice over under is one and three quarters. Very juicy over, but uh, too too low for me to even really consider at this point. Um, Mallorca have not been playing great, I'll put it that way, uh, but they are facing a Villarreal team who have essentially given up on the season. Um, can't say that for sure because they still are in conference league and got a buy, blah, 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 for winning the group. Uh, but they've sold off so many pieces. Their goalkeeper now plays for Ajax, uh, I believe, Rui. Um, who had just won the, the world cup. And I thought he had an extremely long delay getting back to the team, but apparently he popped up in a roster yesterday when I was doing some research. And I was like, Oh my God, completely missed that. My bad. Um, but they sold off on Arnojan Janjuma back to Tottenham. Um, they're moving a bunch of pieces around. And uh, once Unai Emery left, the floodgates opened. Uh, now they're a favor on the road. They've been playing so poorly lost at home to Real Icona, lost to Barcelona last week, um, almost, almost, tied it up late, but didn't. And I just feel like that setback emotionally, uh, especially from thinking they equalized, is really brutal. They might not have because it was offside. But um, America need a result here. They've played so much better at home, uh, even on their post-game press conference. Their player that they made available end of match. I forget which one it was, but was saying, you know, our road form's been bad, but we've been playing really well at home. And uh, I think they believe that, and it's the truth. So I like that quarter of a goal on Mallorca at the moment. Osasuna then hosts Real Madrid. Currently Osasuna, a three-quarter goal underdog at home. Over-unders, two and a quarter. Um, I think, if anything, the the closest lean for me is, is the under here, just because I need a full goal of insurance to back Osasuna um they are a good home team but doesn't look like that plus one's in a pop especially because it's a very juiced three quarters right now even all the real madrid money and the huge win against el che midweek um but i do like the setup, considering they play liverpool midweek next week in champions league and that's a big deal for them uh especially i guess it's more of a revenge thing on the on their on the liverpool side but um, still something to, to consider, I think, and, and a spot that I, I'd like to be because as soon as defense, they've been trying to cover for some injuries and some stomach problems and things like that. I had a good under last weekend. Um, I think it was goalless, so love those with no sweat. Um, Jimmy Avila is still a, a terror out there, and, and I love the guy, and I think he he can cause Real Madrid some problems, which is something you definitely need. Moving to Sunday, Elche hosts Espanol. Currently, Elche, a pick at home, over-unders two and a quarter, um, where do goals come from in this one? I mean, in a, in a league like La Liga, it's, of course the under two and a quarter is juiced, but no goals are scored in this competition. Really. Um, Elche with a really tough result midweek against Real Madrid expected though on the road at the, at the Bernabeu, um, Espanol, on the other hand, they came back from a three nil deficit played really poorly for a long stretches of the match with Real Sociedad at home, uh, got back into it and nearly got a draw late. Um, I feel like they're going to have to focus on defense. Um, Though against Elche, I guess you're not really as worried about them offensively, so you're probably pushing forward a little bit. I think Elche are just going to sit back and try to defend this whole time. Um, They know they're not good. They know their defense isn't good. They've been playing a lot better um, and trying to climb up the table, but they're so far adrift that good luck. I mean, they're still fighting, so if you're still fighting, I can still back you essentially with playing an under, so that would be my strongest lean for that match. Uh Ryo Vicano then hosts Sevilla currently Ryo a quarter goal favorite right now uh, all the juice on Sevilla over under is two and that makes sense I, I think Sevilla are a bad team Um, I think under two if anything is is the strongest lean for me Um, just because Ryo Viacano wants to sit back and counter Sevilla haven't shown much offensively so I don't really know what to believe with them Um, they had to play PSV Eindhoven at home and the Ramon Sanchez Pizjuan won this week um on thursday so they got a quick turnaround the the european thursday commitments to then sunday matches are brutal on all these teams so um they are one that i don't think could sustain it uh i lean under if anything um but i'm not sure i'm in love with much there though sevilla might have to rotate quite a bit low spade got Hurt this weekend, so or this midweek, so um, who knows what that lineup is going to look like. Atlético Madrid then hosts Athletic Club Bilbao. Currently, Atlético a half a goal favorite. All the juice on the road for Bilbao. Over/under is two and a quarter. So I lean to dog and under here. Um, it's nice to see Nico Williams getting on the score sheet for Athletic Club. Goals have been a real problem for them though, and so I feel like that probably pushes me towards more towards the under two and a quarter than the plus one half. Um, I don't know that Athletic Club are likely to go in and get a win in the Wanda Metropolitano, but um, I think, as you heard early on this podcast and every podcast, if you tune into them, uh, I'm not a believer in Athletic Madrid, and I want to be against them. Last uh, on Sunday is Barcelona hosting Cadiz, Currently, Barcelona a two goal favorite, of course, with that Manchester United second leg coming up, and the money is always needed, especially with their financial situation. So, I think that does take some precedence. Cotty's playing better, um, but this is a tough spot for them to go into. They have had, I think, some good results in the Cup now in the past, if I'm I'm not mistaken. Um, But we'll end up seeing how that all goes. I I think um, Cotty's plus two is of interest to me. I think I'd I'd lean more to the under three because if they're covering two, they're probably not scoring. They're hanging in there. Uh, And I do like that, uh, I guess, that push on three, but I don't know that that is close enough to being, uh, talked about too much on this, on this episode, uh, moving to Monday, Hitafe, as I rock their Jersey, this probably is the first, uh, premier league, team or Jersey that I have that might potentially go down, uh, Trying to keep all my my kits in their top divisions, but who knows? Getafe look very, very dangerous. But they're hosting Valencia, who are also fighting relegation right now, and I think are in one of the relegation spots or places right now, if I'm not mistaken. Getafe, a pick right now, split, juice, minus 110 both ways, over to one and three quarters, juice to the over. Um, there's not a lot for me to do there because uh, I don't believe in either of the teams to score, but I don't believe in the Valencia defense. I certainly don't believe in the Getafe offense. I think if one of these teams moves to a favorite, I like the other one. But uh, right now it's probably an appropriate pick them. And I doubt we even really get there, I guess. Uh, for my best bet for Spanish La Liga, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Mallorca getting a quarter of a goal at home. I think they're a better team right now than Villarreal at home. And uh, at home, they've been playing well and have confidence there. Now we'll move to, to Italy, Serie A. We have a Friday match, Sassuolo hosting Napoli. Napoli with Champions League match coming up midweek, I believe, at uh, Eintracht Frankfurt in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, hang around, Bundesliga is coming next. Uh, Sassuolo, one goal underdog at home right now. It's Napoli, uh, very juiced, as it probably should be. Over-unders, two and three quarters, juiced a little bit to the under, surprisingly. These are two over-teams. Um it is over or bust for me on this one. And unfortunately, that also means that if there are lots of goals, I don't like plus one. I don't think there's much value. Sassuolo um, has been playing really well, though. Got to give him credit there. Um, who knows? Can Napoli end that streak? If they can't, then Sassuolo is probably a team you want to back on the road next week. Uh, but for now, I'm I'm scared enough of Napoli that I just don't want to mess with them. And uh, I think they'll have some urgency to try to end this one early so they can get ready for Champions League mid next midweek. Uh, moving to Saturday, Sampdoria hosts Bologna. Currently, Sam, a quarter goal underdog with all the juice right now at home. Um, Sam have been playing pretty well, they got a nice draw, um, against Inter in their last matchup. Over under is two and a quarter, and this one juiced heavily to the under. Uh, I just don't believe in Bologna scoring, so um. It- hasn't really changed. They've gotten some some results where they found some goals miraculously. I just don't necessarily believe that they will get more of those. Sam are a tough team to back right now. Came out with their managers like beefing with Sabiri, one of their best young attackers. Not great. Uh, need as many of those on the pitch as possible, but I like the idea of fade Bologna. Don't believe it should be a road favorite, and I don't think that they can score a lot of goals. Push this one over. Don't really love it at two, uh, but I guess I'm interested there anyway. Uh, Monza then hosts Milan. Currently, Monza a quarter goal underdog at home. All the juice on Milan over/unders two and a quarter. Juice to the over. Um, Monza score goals. That's what they do. Their defense is not great, but they they do pull out some some results that I, I like. And I got to say, as a home dog with Milan focused on Tottenham um, or coming off the Tottenham victory, huge for them, two straight victories, considering they were playing so poorly uh, for a lot of the season. Um, I don't know necessarily that I believe that, because I guess because the Champions League don't play for another two weeks, so that maybe that's not as big of an impact and probably should have been said in the Tottenham portion of this episode. Um, but I think Monza, with a rest advantage, is, is a very live dog at home. I've not been a f- fan or really enjoyed watching Milan, what they've done. I guess I've enjoyed watching because chaos is something I enjoy because I'm a sicko. But um, Monza plus a quarter of a goal is something very interesting to me. Inter Milan then hosts Udinese, currently Inter, a one-goal favorite with all the almost all the juice right now, over-unders 2-3 recorders. Uh, Udinese played a little bit better at home last weekend, but still have not really gotten out of the block since the World Cup break, which I went into playing really well. Inter are not really a team that I love. Um, I like being against them, but it's not been very profitable for me in my lifetime. So um, they score goals interde- interdue. I'm not sure that they're always deserved, but they do get them. Um, I think Udinese, I- I'd need to see them do something before I trust them here ultimately. Moving to Sunday, Atalanta hosts Leche. Currently Atalanta a one-goal favorite over under two-and-a-half and Atalanta is not a team I can play unders with. Um, Very disappointed. I didn't play them as an underdog last weekend. They, they controlled the match. I think, I think it was at Lazio. Uh, Let's have not been as great. Um, It's a pretty good start to the season. I don't n- necessarily think that they're um, a team that, sh- that are guaranteed going down, but they need to start improving their performances. This is a really tough matchup for them going on the road to Atalanta. I feel like, a one-goal underdog is a little bit cheap for Lecce, so not a lot for me to do there. Two and a half is the over-under. I, I think I'd lean over, if anything, though Lecce don't bring a lot of goal scoring to the, to the fold. Fiorentina then hosts Empoli, a one-goal favorite, all the juice on Empoli on the road. Uh, I lean to the Empoli side. I think they're better. Um, not better than Fiorentina, but they've been playing really well. It's hard to argue what they've been doing. Uh, did have a tough loss last week due to red card, um, then got down to 10 men each and then tied it up. I mean, incredible fight from Empoli and something that I I think I can believe in. Um, the the over-under is two and a half, juice to the over. Um, I don't trust Fiorentina's score. It was a, what looked to me like a pretty dead under in their conference league match yesterday and Thursday. Uh, then red card happened. For Braga, I don't really understand how it was overturned to a red card, but I, I guess just officials, especially Spanish ones, just continue to mystify me. Um, lean to Empoli with that plus one. Uh, also lean to under, but I think it's hard because I don't know that Empoli games have been as low scoring as they I would have expected. I guess they've been lower scoring than they have last than they were last year, um, which is maybe better for under two and a half than that plus one. Especially if we lose that plus one, as it looks like we might. Uh, Fiorentina coming off a a pretty big match uh, conference league. We got another one on Thursday. They're in really good shape with a four 0 victory. So um, they probably take this match more seriously and then rotate a little bit more for their Thursday uh, conference league match. But um, that's also tough on two days rest to really get going in an early match on Sunday. So lean to Emily plus one, lean to that under two and a half Um, could play both. And those are generally big plays for me if I like under and underdog. Uh, Salernitana then hosts Lazio. Salernitana, a three quarter goal underdog, over-under two and a half. Hard to really trust Salernitana to score right now, but Lazio have been really bad, um, especially compared to their awesome run until the World Cup. Um, I don't think you can blame the World Cup on it, but just things haven't clicked since then. Uh, I don't know that I really love Salernitana until they get to plus one, they're not there yet. Uh, over-under two and a half, and uh, I don't know really what to say. Lazio have not been scoring a lot of goals. Their defense was really good to start the year, but it's not been as good since I think maybe and the odds are back. I think um, if anything, if I had to make a pick in this one, I'll go Salernitana under two and a half. Um, I think that there's going to be, it's going to be hard to score three. Spezia then hosts Juventus. Uh, Spezia one goal underdog at home with all the juice right now over under is two and a half juice the under. Um, sounds like a broken record, but I like the, the dog and the under. Um, I think. The Spezia side, I mean, they played really well until they got our second until they got this, the second red card of the match last week that put both teams at 10 men, and then they ha- held on for dear life and literally almost didn't even draw, despite a two-0 lead up a man. Um, I think Juve had a really wild matchup yesterday. Oh, my God. If you didn't watch that, please go put on Paramount+. Plus, Or if you're watching in another country, whatever you used to watch, if you can re- watch it later, because the Juve match was awesome. Um, don't understand the decision made by a referee to not give a penalty in the 97th minute or so. Um, I won't say more than that because you do want to watch, but awesome, awesome match both ways. Uve played a, a pretty good side. Um, Chiesa is looking a lot better coming back in really linking up with Dusan Vlahovic as the former Fiorentina teammates are finally kind of linked up and doing something together. Um, I do think that going into the Spezia match though, they are on two days rest um, or, really, one day rest. They have to look forward to a trip to France um, next week and uh, everything to play for there. So, um, could see some rotation. I think Juve have kind of chosen to take the other competitions more seriously than the Serie A because of the 15 point deduction that is being talked about every day, it seems like. Alina Spetsy getting a full goal at home uh, might like the under two and a half a little bit better. Uh, this is one that has some big time rest that Juve doesn't play a full team. Roma then hosts Verona. Currently, Roma, a three quarter goal favorite, juiced fully to the Roma side, over unders two and a quarter. And uh, I've been against Verona a little bit since this uh, World Cup break. They did a lot of work in the transfer market, apparently, kind of under the radar with some unknown players. And it's working. They're playing really well. They've won, I think, three out of five, something like that. Picking up points, I think, in all of them. They're, they're maybe the form side in, in Serie A, which is incredible to say. I guess that's what it probably is. But um, Bruno playing a lot better. Roma coming off a really disappointing loss late uh, at Salzburg and then have to come around. Thursday's big one coming up. Quick turnaround. I sound like a broken record, but that's going to be a big deal for a lot of these teams um roma has been better i think defensively than offensively this year but they got to win this match handily i'm waiting for verona to hit plus one don't have it yet but certainly we'll keep an eye out and moving to monday torino hosts Cremonese. torino a three-quarter goal favorite with most of the juice over under is two and a quarter juice to the over um i don't know where goals come from in this one Cremonese, you can't trust in the score torino can can't even pass the ball into the net so i'm not really sure what to believe in that one um Probably skip for me on Monday, as, sad as that sounds. Uh, as for best bets, I'm going to go and, and try to pull on to Monza, who I think are a really competitive team, getting Milan on a quick turnaround after a, a big Champions League match, now going on the road. I'll take Monza getting a quarter of a goal. Uh, might see that hit half of a goal by game time on Saturday morning here in the U.S. Uh, next, I'll move to the Bundesliga. I got two matches left to go. Ultimate best bet, of course, coming uh, Friday match. We have Augsburg hosting Hoffenheim, currently Augsburg a pick them. Uh, a little more juice on the Hoffenheim side over unders two and three quarters juice to be over. Um, Hoffenheim, they replaced their manager, brought in Pellegrino Madarazo. We'll see how that goes um supposedly a decent manager but got lit, got sacked at stuttgart after two years of really not doing much um a lot of it last year was based on injury but this year not a lot of excuses there i don't think um half and our team i want to be against uh they're a bad road team they haven't done well they're sucked into some relegations battle which never was going to be even thought of as they everyone thought they were a, a european team coming into the year started the year really well um I like Augsburg. I don't really like saying that because they're a tough team to back. But I think at home they can. That's the only place to really back them. And uh, Hoffenheim is a road favorite it doesn't make a lot of sense. Though pick them right now is pretty short. Moving to Saturday, Borussia Mönchengladbach close Bayern München. Currently, Gladbach a one and a half goal underdog at home. Over unders three and a half. Uh, Bayern probably a little bit disappointed. Uh, got got a win at PSG thanks to a late uh, nullified goal. They're probably not in love with their situation right now. But coming back home. Um, and they got a win at the Parc des Princes, so that's huge. Um, Gladbach has been a, a really tough team for Bayern, but that's—I mean—they just bought their goalkeeper, so I mean things have changed a little bit in this matchup and this dilemma, um, this dynamic. I think Gladbach are, are going to play counter-attacking style at home. I think that works and, and makes sense. Um, they finally get to be a team they get to play on the counter because they've been a favorite in the last few matchups. We'll see kind of where that goes. Um, the problem is, over under three and a half is really high and suggests a lot of goals, and that makes one and a half goal underdogs less valuable. Um, I lean to Gladbach, but I'm not sure if they'll make it onto my card because fading Byron is not really my cup of tea. And uh, it's a good way to go to the to empty your account, unfortunately. Stuttgart, then host Cologne a quarter goal favorite Stuttgart are um, at home. I don't really believe that, see it, agree with it. Uh, over under two and a half, which is low, especially because. I mean, Cole matches have not really had a lot of goals lately, but um, they are a front-footed, count- counter-pressing, like get-in-your-face-up-the-pitch type squad. I think they're going to beat Stuttgart up. They're still young, still pretty um, – I don't know. Their their physiques are not developed, maybe you say. Uh, maybe it's just a young team and they're inconsistent. I don't know. There's lots of Stuttgart problems. They hired Bruno Labadia, who is like great at putting – big clubs in relegation danger and he came into a team that's relegation fodder right now i think in the the playoff spot right now and to go down with the, the the third place team in the schweizer liga the second bundesliga uh in germany I, I mean, Stuttgart should not be a favorite, I don't think. So I might even play this before I finish this podcast at this point. I think Colon have been playing really well. I like their setup. I like their desire. I think they match up really well with Stuttgart, and Stuttgart is a favorite, is someone I want to be against. Uh, Bokum then hosts Fiba, currently Bokum, a quarter goal underdog at home, over unders two and a half. And uh, Bokum have been an awful defense on the road. I feel like they kind of did okay based on that statement uh, at Bayern last weekend. Meanwhile, Freiburg have been really inconsistent um, since the restart and we'll see what happens with them. But I lean to Bochum at home. They've been so, so good. there, winning a ton of matches, getting a quarter of a goal, a draw wins you half a bet. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily love the under two and a half because I've actually played unders instead of Bochum and lost them. I guess I probably shouldn't remember that or think of that so clearly, but uh, it's vivid in the memory. So that's what we got. Uh, Freiburg are basically a team that have I've kind of overperformed who they were expected to be based on their roster, and that they're a selling club. That basically, as soon as their players get good enough, they get bought by Bochdultman, for example, and other teams. Um, I do think that uh this is going to be a tough matchup for them they're going to go on the road and have to play a really good matchup really good match to win and uh they're required to by the line so i like volkham getting that quarter uh next we have volsburg hosting rb leipzig currently volsburg a quarter goal underdog leipzig with a man city uh champions league match on the horizon uh could be look ahead if there ever would be one i do think that leipzig will prioritize the bundesliga though so they'll be playing a full lineup here but i think second half they'll probably be minds will be drifting towards champions league over unders two and three quarters juice to the under um, Leipzig are not the same offense on the road, not the same team on the road. So I lean to Wolfsburg getting that quarter of a goal at home. I think I like that. Um, I guess along those lines, I should also like the under two and three quarters. I don't know that Leipzig's road offense is really something to fear as much. Um, so I guess I'll put both these in the card to get a little bit more about it by the time plays come out on Saturday. Uh, the nightcap Saturday um, standalone match is Eintracht Frankfurt hosting Werder Bremen. Eintracht with a big look ahead to Napoli coming up, but they also think they're in the Bundesliga Meisterschale race. So um, that's something some to consider. Uh, I do like the full goal of insurance on Werder Bremen. They were, I thought, outplaying Dortmund last week and then lost 2-0 uh, just add another one of those just brutal losses to my, to my ledger. But anyway, I'll stop complaining. I, I think vertebramen go in here and then a really good spot to be disappointed with the result last weekend. Uh, Frankfurt would probably feel the same way with the loss themselves, but um, there's a lot going on in the Frankfurt camp, the Europa Frankfurt is something big to them. And I think it's something to to pay attention to uh, lean to both vertebramen plus one and under three. Um, Now moving to Sunday. Union Berlin hosting Schalke. Union a one goal favorite. I thought deserved a win. Had a really tough chalked off goal for a handball in the Europa League on the road at Ajax. But um, Schalke are going to be going on the road, holding on for dear life to a point. Um, That's kind of their MO right now. They did get a win last week, which was huge, but they're still adrift. Uh, Lean to under two and a quarter, I think, closest because Union don't want the ball. They're going to play defensively. Um, They're trying to get themselves and keep themselves as well well and ready as possible for uh, European competition, though they have prioritized the Bundesliga in the past. Uh, I just don't think there are a lot of goals in this one. I think both teams are trying to keep a clean sheet. Uh, Next we'll go Bursa Dortmund hosting Erta Berlin. Uh, Dortmund, a a one-and-a-half goal favorite over-unders, three-and-a-quarter. I think I'm just done with Erta Berlin. Unders, I'm done with Erta Berlin. They got a big win last weekend, but I don't believe in them whatsoever. Uh, And Leverkusen, a three-quarter goal favorite to Mainz over-under, two-and-three-quarters. A really tough loss for Leverkusen to take this week uh, on Thursday, yesterday against Monaco. Uh, If anything, I think that makes me feel like Mainz might be a better look Uh, As a play here, though, I would like a full goal of insurance because Leverkusen can still go, can still still score goals. Um, And minds, I don't really trust the score. On the road, it's tough to back the team that can't score. Um, I don't know that I necessarily like under two and three quarters with a team like Leverkusen that don't really defend. So for my best bet for Germany, uh, I'm going to go with FC Kohn getting a quarter of a goal at Stuttgart. I just feel like that number also, you might want to jump on that sooner rather than later, because I don't know that, that will be around for too long. Last but not least, we have League 1 in France. And uh, we'll go through that one, then give an ultimate best bet, summarize the best bets from each of the leagues, and then get out of here. Uh, thanks, of course, for listening. Friday, we have Auxerre hosting Lyon. Currently, Al-Share, a half a goal underdog at home. Over-under is two and a half pretty low total for a Lyon match, but I think that's based on all yeah. share, not really being expected to score. Uh, I think I need more than, than uh, a half of a goal to back. i share because Lyon. all uh, have been playing better. The injury to Lacazette though, is a big concern. We'll see if he makes the squad uh, moving to Saturday. Nice host the Rams. currently Nice a quarter goal favorite with almost all the juice right now over and there's two and a quarter. Um, that's pretty respectful for Rams. I mean, they've been playing really well since we'll still got appointed, but uh, nice have been playing better. I feel like, and yeah, uh, I don't know necessarily that... I feel like that's a pretty low total as well. Nice offense has been great. Um, Yeah, I don't know if there's much for me to do with that one on the the early one on Saturday. Strasbourg then hosts Angers. Crazy nightcap match on Saturday, but I guess that happens when you have Champions League and European competitions uh, because these are two teams in a relegation battle. Uh, Strasbourg currently a half a goal favorite over-unders two and a quarter. Uh, I don't see a lot of goals in this one, to say the least. Um, I think Angers are, are given a... A try to stay in the league they keep getting lines that make them seem good i mean i've bet against them as a favorite i feel like every time they're at home and they never cover so uh that's nice though they survived a late penalty and stoppage time last week when the guy hit the bar uh from all but neither of these teams look like they can score goals Strasbourg playing better trying to escape relegation but with four teams going down i mean they're in big trouble uh lean to under two and a quarter in that one psg then hosts Lille on the early one on sunday psg a three quarter goal favorite uh, with all the juice, over-under is three. Juice, to, All the juice to the under. Uh, Lieland playing great. Um, I don't know that there's enough for me there at three quarters. I do want a plus one if it pops. I think PSG are a team to bet against right now. I don't know the status of Kylian Mbappe. However, Lorient then a half a goal favorite to Ajaxio at home. Over-under is two and a quarter. Juice to the under. Um, don't know where goals come from in this one. Lorient finally, I'm starting to see a little bit of where the market plays is just really disrespect them for the whole season. Uh, it's a different situation now because they've sold off a bunch of players. Terrell Murphy left for Nice. Uh, Ajacio, I think, are going on the road trying to go the goal list. So under two and a quarter looks best to me there. Brest then hosts Monaco. Currently Brest a three-quarter goal underdog at home. Over-unders two and three quarters. Monaco, the really good performance on the road. Uh, looks like they had a bunch of injuries. So we'll see who's available. because It's a one-day turnaround. And they got to get it ready for Leverkusen coming back next week. Uh, Brest is... is we're not great in their last matchup, and, uh, but they're on my card a lot. I like them a lot, and we'll see if they get to a, a plus one. That'd be really nice. I just don't know that I could play unders with Monaco because they're so strong offensively, though they're going to have to rotate a little bit, I think, because this is a quick turnaround. Ren then hosts Claremont Foot. Wren, a one-goal favorite over-unders, two and a half. Um, I just can't trust Wren. They can't win any matches, especially on the road. It's nice that they're at home here. But uh, Clermont Foot have not scored in a while, but I thought it played really competitively. That was another tough loss on them last weekend against Marseille. Um, just ridiculous officiating, getting punched in the head on a clear miss by a goalkeeper trying to punch the ball, punch the head instead, and no review was even done. Um, it's just ridiculous. Then a penalty given to Marseille. I mean, just a comedy of errors, I think, by league on officiating in that one. Unfortunately, I hate being on the wrong side of it, but it is what it is. Um, I don't know over under two and a half, juice the under. I just don't really trust Ren at this point, um, which is disappointing because they're playing so well early in the year, really until the Terrier injury. Uh Twa then hosts Montpellier. Tois, a pick uh juiced mainly to Montpellier on the road. Uh Twa not playing well. Montpellier had a good win last weekend, but I don't believe in them whatsoever. Uh over-under is two and a half um, upon Montpellier. Um, which is hard because they don't they don't defend really. They score a bunch of goals. They have they're an all-offensive team. Tua's defense has been really problematic. I don't know. Not a lot for me to do in that one, I don't think. Lulz then hosts Nault. Currently, Lulz, a one-goal favorite over-unders two and a half. And they get a very injured, banged-up Nault team that was, like, fighting just to even get into the starting lineup against Juve. Had a bunch of injuries in that one. Castelletto went down, I think, a second straight match. Palawa was injured for a lot of the match. Everyone's wearing wrapping on their legs. Not a great situation. I imagine they rest for this one. uh, And Lulz are the heavy beneficiary of that. Um, if anything, I like under in this one, under two and a half, but it looks very dangerous to even think that way uh, based on the injury situation at NOLT. And last but not least, we have Toulouse hosting Marseille. Currently, Toulouse, a half a goal underdog at home. And I will lean that way just because I don't really believe that Marseille have deserved their results um, really for a lot of the season. I guess at some point I should just start uh, saying that's okay, but I don't really believe it. Over-unders two and three quarters. Uh, lean to over because both these teams want to score goals. Toulouse are not going to be defending too much. Uh, which does make me feel a little bit concerned about being the inferior team at home. That's trying to uh, defend. But uh, I think my best bet for Lee, uh, I'm going to give a on the road at L'Oreal under two and a quarter as my best bet there. Um, So we meet, we've reached the, I guess the end of the show, I'll get you a promo code from pregame.com. Of course, my soccer stuff is coming out, getting that out the night before sometimes afternoon before, if I can think about it and get it all in there. Um, But use the promo code CHAMP20, 20% off for all listeners of Soccer Podcast. Good for seven days from the podcast release. Um, You can use it to get my college basketball picks, which have been on fire lately. Um, And uh, soccer stuff, not too far behind as well. CHAMP20, C-H-A-M-P, 20%, 20 20 percent off. Anything at pregame, if you want to see some other picks out there, if that's something you're into, uh, jump right in there as well. Uh, And now it's time for the ultimate best bet. Uh, Let's see if I can get... The TikTok camera on, or not the TikTok camera, but whatever it's actually called. Um, come on, phone. Like, let's do something here, please. Uh okay, video is on. For now, what everyone has been waiting for. Let's go. Okay. This is the real underscore G Warner on Twitter, on Instagram. Also, uh, this is betting the pitch number 169 for my best bets for this episode, February 17th, uh, covering the weekend in the European Soccer Leagues. I like Fulham getting three-quarters of a goal in the English Premier League. I like Mallorca getting a quarter of a goal in Spain. Monza getting a quarter of a goal at home in Italy. Cologne getting a quarter from Stuttgart on the road in Germany. And Ajaccio under two and a quarter in France. For my ultimate best bet for this episode, I'm going to go with FC Cologne getting t- a quarter of a goal from VFB Stuttgart in germany it is a road match it's not great it's heavily juiced at the moment uh but it's a number i don't want to let get away from me i think Cologne are uh, a better team that are a lot more mature have a better manager and and stuttgart just seem like a disaster right now uh i like betting against disasters so take Cologne getting a quarter of a goal on the road and you might see them get a win in stuttgart uh and that'll do it for this episode of betting the pitch number 169 if you're on twitter hit the follow button the real underscore g warner if you're on uh youtube please hit subscribe uh Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave a five-star review. Any reviews, any sort of nice things you want to say, uh, I'll read them on the podcast that come out next time. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, we will talk to you next week as we get ready for more Champions League, Europa League, all that sort of stuff. And, of course, you'll see a bunch of tweet storms this weekend. Talk to you all soon.